If you've been publishing on Amazon KDP for long enough, you probably have run into a bit of an issue with book sales. Maybe you had a title that was absolutely crushing at one minute and then the next, it's dead on arrival. It's a scary and a bad feeling and listen, I'm saying this from a point of experience and that's why I would share a little bit more insight on what you should be doing on Amazon KDP when you're reviving a dead title. Stay tuned. This is the Sell Publishing with Dale podcast, where you'll learn to publish books that sell and build an unstoppable author brand. Today's sixth episode is brought to you in part by the DIY Publishing Course Monthly. Are you ready to level up your publishing game without having to break the bank? Then consider one of three subscription models in the basic, standard, or premium models. That way you get the knowledge you need and get your self-publishing business on the right track. Go to DIYpublishing.biz for more details. This is uh, really, you know, getting outside of the commercial port of, portion of things. I'm real excited to see quite a few new members. It's really awesome to see people joining us at the Facebook group, but um, uh, many people are kind of holding off. And if you are holding off and going to the subscription models, you're doing yourself a great disservice trying to just piecemeal everything together between podcasts, YouTubes, and free online courses. Uh, I do have a free online course. It's great, but unfortunately, you're, it's, it's going to only get to a certain level that'll get you started, but you're going to need a few other things. But uh, I'm going to get off my little uh, promotional type of thing here, huh? and we're going to talk a little bit about Amazon KDP and reviving the dead title. Uh, man, I spent the better part of last year just focusing 100% on video content creation. So a lot of you might have seen me over on YouTube or even on Twitch, and uh, you probably even heard some of the podcast episodes that was repurposed content from the MP3s. It, well, the biggest issue that I ran into is I, I didn't really set up a management system of keeping my fitness titles relevant in the Amazon algorithm. And, you know, don't worry, I'm not going to be going to the poorhouse anytime soon, but if you were to go look over at the Dale L. Roberts brand and the fitness brand, but more importantly, actually, you would see that those things are drawing flies. I'm lucky if I get a sale here, sell there, a few page flips here, a few page flips there. And uh, granted, there's a lot of titles and yeah, it does add up to a nice little paycheck, but at the end of the day... It's not what it was about the year before last. So now that I've given you full disclosure on where I'm at and where I'm going to be going, you're gonna get a better sense of the fact that I'm gonna dispense advice that does work. Okay, this is some stuff that I've studied and I've used it before, and we're gonna be using it again. So the problem is you've got this title that used to draw in some money. Now I'm looking at titles that had a prolonged draw. So for instance, the 90 day home workout plan was released about four years ago for me. And it started out okay. I would say within a year, it really picked up momentum and it stayed at the very top of all of its bestseller categories, which is pretty exceptional. A lot of people are like, oh, bestseller on Amazon. Anybody can do that. Uh, well, these were in health, fitness, and dieting niches. So these weren't necessarily the easiest things. Uh, you know, the, the only thing harder I would say would be children's books and self help. Those can be really, really tough. But in any event, this fitness title drew for a prolonged period. Uh, the stretch workout plan was the same way, an ultimate home workout plan bundle. These all drew really well. They, they, they paid the bills. And, uh, and I, I have to be honest, there was many factors to the success. And some of these things 
I'm going to share with you today an additional advice to actually expand beyond that. That way you understand what I'm going to do to navigate and you know correct the course of here of this ship so that way we can get back on the upward trajectory because in my opinion, these are great books. I took a lot of time, heart, attention, energy, blood, sweat, and tears into some of these books, actually all of these books, and I hate to see them dying and rotting on the vine because ultimately they serve a greater purpose to me. It's helping people with managing their their health and fitness. And to me, that, that means the world to me because without good health, you live a lower quality of life. But you know, I'll have to save that for a fitness podcast. Either way, so here's the very first solution I'm gonna suggest to everybody. If you, if you see that you have a title that has died, the very first thing you need to do, do you have three iterations of your publication? Yes, that means you may have crushed it on ebook, but if you don't have print in the way of paperback, hardcover, or you don't have audiobook, you're doing your audience a great disservice. And as well, those are two other windows of entry to your specific brand. There are some people that are vehemently against getting ebooks. They just hate ebooks. Like, like they just they can't stand it. They only want to have print. And then there are some people that don't want to be bothered or saddled with the burden of reading your book. They'd much rather go ahead and put it into audiobook. And which, by the way, if you're sleeping on audiobooks, get off your ass. I'm sorry to say it, you know, the complete expletive, but you know, you need to get audiobooks out yesterday because there is an audience that is growing and I'm going to predict this and there's gonna be some people that think I'm crazy and they think ah, I'm just you know chicken little yelling that the sky is falling, but I anticipate audiobook sales is going to eclipse that of ebook sales because it is easily consumable content and people can learn it so much more easy than what they would with ebook because the fact of the matter is it requires work, time and attention as well as finances sometimes to purchase the you know the content for ebooks and print books. People, we are in the age of instant gratification and we can sit here and be the old man on the porch yelling at people to get off our lawn, but if we are yeah, continuing to do that, we're putting ourselves at a severe disadvantage. So get on audiobooks. Three iterations of your book need to be on the market. Now there are exceptions to the rule. If you've got a short story and it doesn't make 24 pages for a print book, well, clearly it's not going to make a good print book. You know, you may want to put together a compilation of some sort and then you can be able to put it on the market. But there we go. Three iterations. The next thing is, there's a fourth. All right, I'm going to share a fourth one with you. That's video. And Owen Video, uh, aka Owen Himsath, uh, Owen Video is big within the video content creator community. And uh, see, I'm really inv heavily involved in the indie author community as well as the video content creator community. So a lot of people wonder if I ever get sleep. I'm kind of wondering if I do. Any event, uh, Owen Video shared at a conference last year at, uh, for Merch by Amazon conference in Seattle. And this is a staggering statistic, and I believe it may even be quite possibly right now that this is happening, but by the year 2020, nearly 80% of online traffic is going to be consuming video content. Again, people get to see you and they get to hear you. They get to consume your content on their terms. 
video content creation. Get that into your arsenal. Do I think it's a must right now? No, but do I think that it will definitely put you at a bit of, a, of an advantage over your competition or other people in your niche? Absolutely. Does it need to be sexy? No. Does it need to be fancy? No. Do you need you know, really great software? Absolutely not. Do you need a ton of time? No. It, it just It's something simple. So here's something that I'm going to give you a little bit of a ninja tactic. Everybody knows what Amazon algorithm is. It's A9. Okay, A9 works like any other search engine in that it's all based on relevancy. You know, your ebook sales, your print sales, your audiobook sales almost always lean in favor of getting more search engine um, love, if you will. So, with that being said, if you can create a version of your title through video, Talking to you non-fiction authors, more importantly, fiction authors, you're going to have to get creative on this one, maybe a fireside reading or, you know, a animated version of it, you know, either way. Non-fiction writers, though, you don't have an excuse. If you are writing a non-fiction book, you need to have a video out there. Here's the ninja tactic. You ready for this? Not too many people know this, and I said this a couple years ago, and I was going to go bullish on it last year, but then I discovered there's a little bit of... Uh, it's tough to, to, to break in there, but it's definitely worthwhile. Amazon Prime Video Direct. Look it up. Amazon Prime Video Direct. It's essentially the platform for video on Amazon's marketplace. And you ready for this? If you put your title on a video, if you put your name on the video, if you have your brand on a video and people are consuming that content, this is going to start to raise relevance of who you are to your keywords. Pretty interesting, right? And your niche, of course. This is really neat. Now, as a secondary plan or even a primary plan, if you want to, there's always YouTube. You know, there's very little, you know, you know, um, any kind of financial, you know, backing that you need to do on this. YouTube, you just go out there and put it. Whereas with Prime Video Direct, there's a little bit of a learning curve. Uh, you need to have closed captioning. You probably need to have at least a semi-decent grasp on doing search engine optimization, but I wouldn't overthink it. I would say just go on, test it out, play around with it. There are a few rules and, and regs, but for the most part, it's, it's almost the same thing that you're getting used to with KDP. Now, the nice thing is Prime Video Direct pays out essentially like KDP Select Program does in that the hours streamed are what you paid. And then of course there's flat outright, you know, payments, things like that. But you know, I'll save that discussion for another day. All right, so next thing, solution, email list. Oh gosh, I'm really kicking myself. I threw out thousands of emails. Over a year ago, I just said, you know what? <laughs> I'm not gonna deal with this anymore, screw it. And I threw out thousands of emails. And you probably go, well Dale, you at least backed up. No. I didn't actually. I was really stupid on this one. I threw out the email list because I said, I'm not coming back to this. It was almost like I like somebody who just throws a fit and just quits their job on a on a whim. And you know, it's all gone. And I even went into my publications and I pulled out the call to action. I killed all the landing pages for my fitness brand and and essentially I just said, I don't want those customers anymore. I don't want those readers anymore. So I, yeah, it's time to fire up that email list again and get it to where I can start to bring the readers from the Amazon platform over to the Dale L. Roberts fitness platform. That way 
I could start, you know, really getting it to where I develop that relationship, nurture that relationship, and start to show them additional things with inside the Dale L. Roberts Fitness brand. Think about that for yourself. If you don't have an email list, you are at a severe disadvantage. I know you're going to probably point to some person and this person and that person that's drawing in five to six figures per month without an email list. Listen, folks, those are those people are e, those are unicorns. I was going to say e unicorns, but that, we'll go with that. They're e unicorns. The, these unicorns, honestly, are the exception to the rule. I really highly recommend that you do not just let Amazon keep your readers. Take them off their platform. That's the reason you're using Amazon is to leverage them for the exposure to bring people over into your universe. Alrighty, uh, boy, I'm blazing through things. I'm trying to kind of keep things dialed in. Um, so I'm gonna kind of touch on a few things really quickly. Amazon advertising campaigns, I've said how dead simple they are, and it's probably one of the easiest ways to really, I mean, you could do Facebook ads and Google ads, but they're gonna burn through your money. Amazon advertising campaigns though, as long as you keep your cost per click low and your daily ad spend low, you're gonna see pretty good results. Might I recommend, automatic ads are great, okay? They're great, but they're very limiting. Get on manual keyword ads, and I would say stick with the at least the uh, sponsored product ads. Those are always going to win. And if you don't know much about ad copy, don't worry. You can always just set the automatic. Uh, the, excuse me. There is the uh, gosh, I'm, I'm, the uh, words eluding me here right now. The there is one that you can write ad copy, and there's one without ad copy. So worst case scenario, you can always put your ad out without the ad copy. It'll just advertise the actual book and the name of the title and it'll be brought up in those particular pages. So, uh, next one, conferences and media appearances. Are you visible? There are so many of you that are like, oh, I don't, I don't like, I'm not very sociable. Come on, get over your fears because if you want to succeed in any walk of any business in any life, you're going to have to get out of your own way. Listen, folks, I'm an introvert. I'm an introvert. That's why I love doing this podcast because, believe it or not, when I go and I do video content and live video content, it takes a lot out of me. And by the time I'm done, I'm exhausted. With this audio podcast, it's super, super simple. So, listen, you're preaching to the choir when you tell me, I don't like doing that. I don't like being around crowds. I don't like to talk in front of audiences. I don't want to do this. I don't want to do that. When you are finding yourself shackled to a dead title, you got to get real with yourself. You need to be a bit more self-aware and understand that you're going to have to adopt some things that other people aren't willing to do so you can get what they don't have. Remember that rule. There are quite a few people that are just hemming and hawing and whining about having no book sales and they aren't trying some of these solutions. Oh, I tried it. You can't just try it for a month and expect to have massive results. You're gonna need to do it consistently on a regular basis, be it daily, be it weekly, be it monthly. Do not just go once per year and expect to have massive results in some of these things. Analyze the data, folks. Analyze the data. Amazon ad campaigns are fantastic. Let me go ahead and summarize on how you can be able to use your Amazon advertising campaigns to get a better idea as to how you can figure out where your title's going wrong. Because a title could have worked one day and then it works completely different the next year. And uh, that's, that's the reality. You could have had a cover that was just crushing it at the time. Now the cover's garbage, according to the market. You just gotta kind of really work 
with what you have, but to a certain extent, you need to evolve with what the market tastes, you know, are, are pretty much telling you what, the, what they want. So Amazon ad campaigns work like this. There's impressions, there's clicks, there's buys, okay? Impressions, clicks, buys. Impressions are the number of times that your ads are, uh, ad is served in front of an audience when they search up a keyword, okay? Clicks are when they actually see it served up and they click on your book's product page and they go there to visit it. Buys, I think you guys can figure that out. If you find that your impressions, clicks, and buys are next to nothing, chances are likely your cost per click or your daily ad spend is possibly low. It's usually cost per click. Next thing, if you find you're getting a ton of impressions, no clicks, no buys, then you have a cover problem. Your cover is JoJo, it's hit, it needs to be fixed. You need to address this and stop sitting here thinking, oh, but this is a great one, my mom says it's good. Inside my indie author group, it was good. No, 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 stop. The audience has voted. If you have thousands of impressions and zero clicks, it is not doing the trick. You need to step back and figure out how you can make that cover better so they are clicking on it. Now, last but not least, clicks to buys. If you find that there is not a really good ratio there, if there's no buys but there's a ton of clicks, then you have an ad copy issue. I typically sometimes just say, you know, adjust your price point, but you know, for the most part, you're not giving the person compelling enough reason to part ways with their hard-earned money. Get real with that. Get a good hook. Get yourself a good content and compelling ad copy and close it for crying out loud. Please, please, folks. Put a call to action at the end of your description. Get it now. Buy it now. Or grab it now. Or scroll up, click the buy button. Get, Give a call to action. There are so many of you that have a naked book description that someone reads it and goes, okay, I guess I'm done. And they just go over and look for another one. Customers need to be guided through the experience. You know, how many times have you seen a late night infomercial? Buy it now, call right now, and you'll get yourself a free pan. Listen, you're not getting a free pan, but nonetheless, you can probably just get the idea you need to do a call to action. Peer feedback. I know I just said, I just kind of, I'm sorry, I kind of said a mocking word about, you know, having your peers and your indie author community giving you good feedback, but sometimes they can give you some constructive criticism when it comes to where it's going wrong. They can probably give you an idea of to how to fix it. And more importantly, if you have an email list, you can actually reach out to them. Send out three, four, five cover iterations and have them choose. And this is one of the nice things about building hype inside your email list. So you get them to choose that and it will give you a better idea as to what they're going to be looking for. And really, and I don't care if you've got three people on your email list or you've got 300,000 people on your email list. Either way, pull that audience. It's one of the best ways. It's good peer feedback. Ultimately, is it best to leave it, go, and move forward? Or do we redevote our time to a dead or dying title? This is gonna be completely up to you. If you really truly believe this is a killer frigging book, what's the deal? You're gonna make it work. I know that there are some people out there though would rather just correct course as they're moving forward. And their thought process is this. It's what I call the Steve Scott method. By the way, big shout out to Steve Scott. I don't know if you ever listened to this podcast, highly doubt it, um, but uh, Steve Scott was real big in the self-publishing space about uh, a couple years ago. Uh, he's kind of since moved on to just focusing on his indie author brand. The Steve Scott method is this, uh, pretty much producing you know, short content, one piece of short content per month. 
and it can be anywhere from about 10,000 to 20,000 words. So it, it's not very long. It's, it's not going to be a thick publication, but it's enough to whet people's appetites. It's another window that's going to open up into your brand. And the more times that you're putting more lines out into the water, the more chances are likely that you're going to increase your likelihood of having success across the brand, more buy-through. Buy-through meaning that they buy one copy of a book and they go, oh, he's got 40 other books. I'm gonna go ahead and buy those. And maybe they buy them one at a time at a time. If you got a series, oh, well, I'm gonna buy that entire series. So there are some people that will would rather focus on moving forward. For me though, this is the reason why I'm going back and fixing it, is discretionary time. I gotta be honest with you, I love writing. I love the process of creating content, but I know that right now where my life is at, I just don't have the discretionary time or bandwidth to write another book. I know I kinda teased that at last year, I was gonna do one for self-publishing, but I had to have a very real reflection on where I'm at right now and I know I just don't have the mental energy or the capacity or the willingness to prioritize towards putting a good publication out on the market. So I put that on hold and said, you know, it probably doesn't require as much time if I just take the old publications and breathe a little bit more life into them. Stay tuned to this podcast because I'm going to give you a little bit of updates here and there. And of course, if you're inside the Facebook community, I might even give you updated on there. And if you are, of course, a member of the DIY Publishing Course Monthly, then you will definitely get real-time updates of how these things go. And in order to get subscribed to the DIY Publishing Course Monthly, head on over to DIYpublishing.biz to get more information. Again, so that's DIYpublishing.biz. Well, this has been a fun time, a little longer than normal, but that's okay. Uh, we're just going to kind of sit here and rap until we get it all off our chest. In the meantime, wherever you're listening to me from, I need you to do me a huge solid if you could. If you enjoyed this, hit that follow, hit the subscribe, and leave a review. That would be super, super awesome. Share it with somebody else who'd enjoy it too. In the meantime and in between time, this has been Self-Publishing with Dale Podcast, and I will talk to you later. Later.